Burgers are best fresh from the grill. Well, more specifically, burgers with Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. It's so rich and creamy that it instantly makes any burger irresistible. And what backyard barbecue is complete without some potato salad? Not just any potato salad, of course. Potato salad highlights the rich, creamy goodness of Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. So if you want to take your barbecue season to the next level, stock up on Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. For great recipe ideas, visit hellmans.com. When you pull up to game night in the all-new Camry, but it's actually bingo night. Mini golf, anyone? It's a Camry vibe. The all-new, all-hybrid Camry, Toyota. Let's go places. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. What's up, fantasy freaks and geeks? You're listening to the NFL Fantasy Live podcast. James Coe here alongside my boys, all my guys here. MG, Marcus Grant, uh, the fab, the fabulous one, the uh, Hall of Famer. I was going to call you the Fabiano. Uh, Michael Fabiano. I'm that too, I guess. You could <laughs> guess call him so. that. Yeah. Sure, why not? And the whiskey from Wisconsin, Alice Gilhar. Here as well, we got a big show in front of us here. We're going to talk about some matchups that we love, some matchups that we hate, get to daily daps, of course, your top headlines. But let's start the show off by, uh, I guess, reacting very quickly. Uh, to the train wreck that was the Thursday night football. You know, between the Sunday night, Monday night, and Thursday night football game, we have not been treated uh, to high-level NFL caliber. Yeah, but you know what? The Star Wars trailer was awesome. That, that's that kind was of the, the highlight. That was the highlight of Monday. That's the highlight of the, the primetime game. <laughs> well, I mean, listen, highlight of all three. If you had Marshawn Lynch on your fantasy team, you're I mean, pretty happy right the, now. Uh, the Sunday night game at least gave us the what are you doing fake punt. Well, that's what I'm talking about, yeah. though. What High you, level. What are you doing, Chuck Pagano? Oh, my God. I mean, it did spawn a, 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 a good great, amount of memes. Great Tech Mobile uh, yep. Great. Oh, my gosh. Great Tech Mobile mock-up, which I, which I thoroughly enjoyed. So uh, there is that. Um, as well, I guess. I'm not sure. Anyways, uh, what do we take away from this Thursday night football game? Look, the 49ers. Um, They're not good. Uh, wow. They're uh, not good. Colin Kaepernick is very easy to predict. Um, you bench can, him against good teams. You can use him against, against you. You can use him against rotten defenses. Sure. And uh, when he's playing against a defense that's got anything, you have to put him on your bench. I mean, it was a reminder that, yeah, it, I think it was a glimpse to how bad the Ravens' secondary is, how bad the Giants' secondary is to see uh, the Niners. I mean, Quentin Patton was running free against Baltimore, and Kaepernick couldn't find anybody, couldn't get any time, couldn't find any receivers downfield. I mean, it yep. was it was atrocious. Mm-hmm. Colin Kaepernick had 124 yards passing. No uh, touchdowns. No touchdowns. No he didn't throw any picks, though, so, yeah, you know, there's that. Take away, he also didn't have a rush, which was just – I mean, <laughs> he was rushed a lot. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, those sliders in the dirt, those were um, those were solid pitches. Um, you know, you got to keep the batters at bay. Look, man, Tim Lincecum might be retiring. The Giants <laughs> could use an extra arm. Tim Lincecum. <laughs> he had a quarterback rating of uh, just less than uh, 69. He was not good. Carlos Hyde, 11 carries, 40 yards. Um, I was surprised he was out there by the end of the game because he was – limping around pretty good. I, well, I was surprised. And then in the post game, they asked him if he had a stress fracture in his foot, and he's like, yeah, kind of something like that. So Nice. <laughs> kind of something That's good. like that. Mm-hmm. All right, then. Okay. Uh, I, well, I, here's the thing. Um, we know that Carlin Kaepernick's a, a matchup-based guy. I mean, not even matchup-based. He's breaking a case of emergency type quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that being said, what do we make of Carlos Hyde? I mean, he has had two games all year. Yeah, I mean, he two. is. Uh, sadly, he's turned out he's to be what. Off. Well, he turned out to be what we have, was afraid he was going to be. He's going to be. A, he's a good quality running back. He's just on a bad team that mm-hmm. falls behind and then has to abandon the run. I mean, so, he's largely a two-down running back. You know what? You know what would have been the greatest trade of all time? Hyde, huge game in Week One. Mm-hmm. You sell high on him. Mm-hmm. And Devontae Freeman. Oh, imagine. Speaking of, <laughs> I mean, quick, quick, quick. That would have been the best quick, trade total ever. Tangent. 
uh, I was as I fell asleep last night, uh, like went went fine. I woke up, no joke, like four times in the middle of the night, thinking I had just gotten a tweet or a breaking NFL notification on my phone that Devonta Freeman broke his leg. I don't know why. Stop it. No, every, every time I went to sleep, every time I, I woke Whoa. up and I was like, "What's going on?" I was like, "Oh, duh, that's weird. It's one in the morning. There's oh. no way Devonta Freeman broke his leg." And then I went back to sleep and I woke up again. I'm like, "Oh God, no! It's two in the morning, Devonta Freeman." Don't you put that evil on us, Ricky yeah. Bobby? What? It was <laughs> no. I mean, like it was a distressing night of sleep. I woke up like, four times to the same thing. I did actually have a dream earlier this week that I was at Packers practice. Eddie Lacy was on the practice field and he just walked off. And then I was like, now I know why he didn't get the ball. And now I want to trade him. <laughs> he yeah, just, th- this is what happens I, me, when you're mid, in this fantasy world. You have these odd dreams. He's like midnight yeah. epiphanies you guys are having. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Um, Vernon Davis had uh, 61 yards on four catches. Uh, I guess he wasn't horrible in uh, PPR formats. Actually, wasn't you yeah. know who's who starting? I yeah, mean, nobody. Uh, right, that was the thing. And leading up to this week, Garrett Selleck had looked like the guy who's taking over that spot. Their number one tight end. Yeah, I mean, first of all, even, even off of his one catch, I was more impressed off of his one catch, uh, <laughs> just watching him run around than than Vernon Davis, who was kind of sort of. I, don't know, I guess limping around pretty good. But anyways, um, uh, on the Seattle side of the ball, Russell Wilson, he had a good real-life game. Uh, no, he had a good first half. And then, I mean, he, he had almost 11 fantasy points at halftime. Yeah, sure. And he finished with fewer than 15. And this is what he, – he's had, what, six games now, seven games, yeah. and he's had more than 17 fantasy points twice. He's been a disappointment. The, the, I think the huge trouble is the rushing hasn't been there for him because his offensive line has been so well, bad. He hasn't even been able to scramble. That's he's that's huge. Crushed. Well, yeah. you got to keep in mind too. Last year, we saw a lot of these games, but he sprinkled in a couple of 25, 27, 30 point games. Last year, last year he had two games of over twenty five points. So uh, he had a lot. He, he had a he, lot over twenty still, though. He was he was huge last year. I mean, you look at the numbers. I mean, every week. He was putting up stats, uh, and uh, he was extremely consistent too. Um, I'm actually trying to go back and you know, look. yeah, I was. Gonna say I, I, I do right wonder now. too, though, how much because last year the the offensive line wasn't this bad in Seattle, and one right. of the things that I've always praised Russell Wilson for has been his decision making. I mean, I, I've always joked that you know when Jim Tom Sula came in, they should sit Colin Kaepernick down and make him watch Russell Wilson videos like Clockwork Orange style where they just like, pry <laughs> his, his eyes island. open. Um, yeah. But this year, I mean, now that he's been under pressure, he's been running more. I mean, those two picks he threw last night. One, what? he tried to force a ball into Doug Baldwin what is he when doing? there were two guys there. The second one, he just it was an arm punt. He just yeah. threw it up and threw it downfield. And didn't arm really have a punt. Didn't really have a chance. It was a hundred percent an arm punt. You know, and I didn't mind the arm punt because it's like, all right, fine. You you you, you got them deep in their own uh, zone. That's fine. But that first intercept. What is he? I mean, he's trying to just force there. it through double coverage to Doug Baldwin in the back of the end zone. It just that ball never had a chance to get there. It had no chance. I mean, he couldn't even set his feet to throw that ball. I, I just didn't understand. I didn't understand that throw. You you mentioned that he had a great first half. Much of it uh, based off of that forty-three yard bomb. He threw to Tyler Lockett. That was that was a pretty throw. That was gorgeous. As a, as our that uh, was gorgeous. Black tie would say looking uh, uh, sexy deep ball. Sexy deep ball. Looking back sexy at, at Wilson ball. last yes, year, I mean, his numbers were so more so, so much more consistent. consistent. He had a ton. Like Eight, Eighteen, 18 and to half, 24. 17.9, 20.3, 34.2. Then he had a bad game, 10, 37. Look, look, look. 19, 22, 19, 29, He was, he was 36. great last year. Yeah. Let's, let's not live in the past because yeah. somebody's got something to say. You got well, not that one. <laughs> well, that too. that too. I mean, that too. That's, that too. that's the 49ers right. team. But I was, Bro, I've been here the whole time. What about Marshawn? Marshawn. Well, after he, you know, he, he puked in the first half. That's the key, man. And Throw then he made, up. And then he made the Niners sick to their point. stomach the rest of the night. That's Ooh. right. Atta baby. Nice. Nicely done. Uh, 122 that. on the ground. Looked great. Had a touchdown as well. 18 fantasy points for Marshawn Lynch. Um, uh, yeah. For a, I mean, for a guy amazing. that had had hamstring, calf, and back injuries earlier this year, he certainly looked good. And he it looked, looked like good. it was smart for them to sit him as long as they did so they have full Marshawn and not, like, Half I was time. actually surprised he played late in the fourth quarter. I was, too. Last night, I was like, I, was yeah, I have him. I'm actually playing him against you this week, That's James. right. And I'm like, take him out. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want him to get hurt. <laughs> yeah, you know? I, I was surprised by that, too. Especially, you know, Thomas Rawls didn't look too bad, either. No, he got a, he had, like, what, six for 32? Or did six he get for 32. End? No, six for 32. He had a long of 17. So, he, he was, you know, Thomas Rawls was Thomas Rawls. Um, you know, the thing with Marshawn that my takeaway from watching that game <clears throat> 
you, what, regardless of whether or not he's hurt, he has really improved uh, his patience and vision uh, through the hole. His early on in the season, or early on in his career, you know, he got he tried to go and get what was blocked for him, but now there's not a whole lot of running room. But he is finding his way, and he's just being really patient. And he seems to be doing a great job. He's the anti-Eddie Lacy. He's doing a great job of uh, what, did, what did Eddie Lacy do to you in this discussion? <laughs> Shots fired. He has done a great job of finding the holes and uh, maximizing uh, every single carry. So, and, and that's really developed later in his career too. So it's been great to I mean, see. Man. That's been the case for most of his time in Seattle, though. But yes, yeah, I he's agree. he's good at that. But uh, enough on this yes. terrible game. We should Let's probably move on. move on. Top headlines. The camera highlights in the world of sports. Breaking news. Breaking news. Breaking news. Breaking news. This is the woo. I like turtles. We continue to follow breaking news. Watch the news because I'm a kid. So y'all need to hide your kids, hide your wife. All right, the Jags taking on the Bills. Uh, Tyrod Taylor, Sammy Watkins both out for the Bills. It made no sense to me why Sammy Watkins would travel. Uh, with the team, it, it, it's going to, you know. You wanted some bangers and match. Maybe he wanted to see London. <laughs> Go see Old Trafford. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it was. Is that what it was? I don't know. Why not stay back? Uh, look, that long flight is, is just going to exasperate his ankle. Um, I didn't really understand it. Uh, the flaming and the inflammation, definitely the swelling. Uh, gets worse on those long flights, man. And um, I don't see why he s- didn't just stay home, rehab, and get healthy, fully 100% healthy for week eight. But, hey, whatever. I'm not a doctor. It's fine. Tyrod Taylor, he's going to be out too, um, still dealing with that knee injury. Um, how about Allen Robinson, though, on the other side uh, for the Jaguars? He's been li- a limited participant in practice here for the Jags. Um, I guess how confident are we in playing Allen Robinson if not uh, a lot of people have, have hit me on Twitter <laughs> saying, hey, this uh, this uh, Brian Jackson kid, is that his name? This, uh, Brian Walters. Brian Walters. Walters. Brian Jackson. I was like, no, I didn't get that right. Brian Walters kid for Jacksonville. He's an interesting sleeper. Yeah, he is actually. But um, Allen Robinson, uh, confidence in him playing and, and confidence in, in him playing for your fantasy team. I mean, uh, he's been he's been limited all week, so uh, I'm confident in him playing. Yeah. Listen, you know, uh, Allen's a great dude. He's been phenomenal. Top five wide receiver in fantasy this year. Two things. Number one, he's not healthy, as we just mentioned. Number two, uh, look at the number one wide receiver production against the Bills this year. It's not good. Uh, Julian Edelman's the only guy who had double-digit fantasy points against them. And we're not talking about a bunch of ham and eggers here. We're talking about T.Y. Hilton and Odell Beckham Jr. and A.J. Green last week. So Ronald Darby is doing a good job with that defensive backfield of keeping that number one wide receiver down. So... If Robinson plays, it's hard to bench him. But, guys, I would not be shocked if Alan Hearns has more fantasy points than Robinson. If A-Rob is hurt and can't play, then Hearns is a risk because he would be the guy who draws that number one wide receiver coverage. There you go. Uh, Any other takeaways from that game there? Um, I mean, LaShawn McCoy is a decent start in this one, as is Julius Thomas. He's gotten uh, quite a like – he got Julius he got dinged up too, but he's gotten quite a, quite a ton of targets. He had a and, good week uh, last week. Yeah. And Buffalo can, Buffalo can get schooled by tight ends a little bit. So um, especially if they lock up Robinson, although the, the Jags have made a concerted effort of still getting him targets. Whereas, like, the Bengals, when they took away A.J. Green, they're like, all right, That's here cool. you go, Marvin Jones. Here, here you go. go, Tyler Eifert. <laughs> I think the Jags will still funnel some to Robinson, so I feel okay starting him. But Julius Thomas is a great, great guy to yeah, roll out. Absolutely. Charles Clay is a good play, too. Clay, because too. Because you've got, uh, okay, Robert Woods. You know, he's going to be the number one, and Chris Hogan's going to be the number two. Seven eleven. no Sammy Watkins. You've got no Percy Harvin. Right. And Clay is a very reliable option. The Jaguars uh, have not been great against tight ends this year. So I think Clay based on uh, what I expect to be a pretty good volume of targets, is a top 10 option this week. This game looks so much more exciting a couple of weeks ago. Well, we don't have Tyrod. Tyrod was there, and (laughs) Sammy, and Carlos Williams. The fantasy fortress here at NFL.com, if they are in love with any two players, no no two players do they love more than Ty God Taylor. And, uh, and Allen Robinson. And little Danny Woodhead. Oh, no, it's Danny, oh, Danny Woodhead. Wood. That's true. Little yes. Danny It's Wood. Danny Woodhead. Those those oh, are our favorites. Oh. Well, Tyrod <laughs> makes this offense so much more exciting. No, he does. So much more dynamic. So. I 100% agree. That's It would have been great if we had these two like high-powered offenses going against each other. Now we got E.J. Manuel, and we got to watch him. How dare you? Watch him murder Throw. some British worms. Throw worm burners. <laughs> you know what, though? He had over 20 fantasy points last week. So Akbar, uh, who, yeah, who's not on the podcast. He was pod- high on him. He liked him. him. So yeah, kudos he, to Akbar. He had a decent game, but I don't know who the heck he's throwing yeah, to. Right. He, he vaulted. 
altered a touchdown from LaShawn McCoy. That's how he had 20 points. <laughs> well, he did. Um, but he did. He was in the end zone. Uh, what was I going to say? Anything else about this game? I don't know, but we just need to remind people, this is a super early game. Right. And uh, Set those lineups. You're on baby. the West Coast. Set your lineup Saturday yeah. night. 6.30 in the morning, West Coast time. So set them right now. What are you doing? Set, Listen set to this podcast and li- set the lineup right now. What are you guys doing? Wake up, watch with the world. NFL is live on Yahoo. For the first time ever, the NFL is streaming a live game on Yahoo. First time ever. Bills Jags live from London, Sunday, October 25th, 9.30 a.m. Eastern. Again, <clears throat> if you are listening to this podcast, just go and set that lineup now, man. All right, let's uh, let's move on uh, to Oregon. Marcus Mariota. No, just kidding. Uh, Tennessee. <laughs> Marcus Mariota. I'm, I'm in college mode here. Uh, Mariota misses practice still day-to-day with a sprained MCL. Um, I, I'm hearing some reports as well as uh, Doriel Green Beckham is starting to be utilized a little bit more in that all. They have been, thankfully. Um, I'm, I'm, I mean, Mariota has looked like a rookie in recent weeks, so sure. even if he starts, I don't know that I'm, I'm not starting him. Um, however, if Mettenberger starts, uh, I think Harmon, either he mentioned this in uh, his Daily Fantasy mailbag yesterday. Somebody asked him about Doriel Green Beckham, and he made a good point that Mettenberger's the kind of like YOLO gunslinger who would love to just whip it down the field and let all six foot five of Doriel Green Beckham do his best to try and catch it. So. That and you know one thing I, I it's it's you know certainly not scientific, but I just tend to notice when when backup quarterbacks come into with play, backup wide receivers, they are more comfortable yep. throwing to those guys 100%. on the second team. And so I would think that Mettenberger and DGB have had a little 100%. more time to work together. So you know it's possible. I don't think I'm starting DGB unless it's desperate, but. Uh, Keep an eye on him. And also, keep in mind that Harry Douglas is hurt. So, DGB I forgot he was a thing. end up being a starter this week. So, uh, that could be... Is Harry Douglas a starter? He was starting... Yes, yeah, that's... Starting. The Titans yes. were mean to us when they started <laughs> And I'll, I'll, I think Harry another Douglas thing to remember, too, is that God. a lot of people are hurting at quarterback this week. Um, and... Mettenberger had some decent games last Uh-oh, year. Uh-oh, th- you're throwing out a danger zone pick here. What? Well, Mettenberger? That, that, that's your guy's thing, but I'm just saying Let's that. I'm just saying that I can see a scenario where Atlanta is blasting this team and Mettenberger just piles up garbage time points Ooh. at the I end. Mean, last year, if I remember right, one, if not two of his games were only made possible because of garbage time. Sure, basically. <laughs> right. right. So, like, I mean, of his good games. Listen, it, it's not out of the realm of possibility. I... I I would rather, if I was desperate, start Nick Foles at I'd home rather, against would, the Browns. Oh, God, I would rather start Landry Jones either over of both. Yeah, both. I but, um, well, yeah, Landry Jones. <laughs> I mean, no, wait, 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 hold on. I, I don't I, love Landry Jones. Had, we love his matchup had, and the surrounding right, talent. Right, 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 right. He, he had, yeah, he had a very good uh, outing. It will be very interesting to see what happens when a team can actually game plan for him for an entire week. Uh, by the way, to Marcus Grant's point, uh, we saw Jordan Matthews <clears throat> last year when Mark Sanchez got his chance. Uh, that's Those were the games that Jordan Matthews yep. actually had his best games as well. Interesting. Um, so it's not uh, – there's a lot to that theory of backups practicing with backups and building a chemistry uh, during practice sure. time. All right, so in Dallas, Dez not ruled out yet, but, I mean, come on. Eh. He's, he's not playing. He's not playing. Uh, yeah. Joseph Randall will still see the, quote, bulk of the carries. That according to the offensive coordinator there in Dallas. That was frustrating to see. <clears throat> I, you know, again, though, I, I love it when coaches speak because I just ignore it. <laughs> I know, well, it's like, uh, it's just, there's always so much smoke. And uh, it's just annoying because they were like, yeah, we're giving Kristen Michael all these first. Or wait, what was it? It's Christian we Christian, learned, right? Christian, yeah. Christian, no, it's Christian. Christian. Apparently his mother his said, mom it's Christian. said it's Christian. Oh, it's Christian Michael. It is Christian. Yeah. That's yeah. what, so that's what I used to call him. And then no someone under- here corrected me and said it was Kristen. I'm just calling him Chris. No, it's Christian. C-Mike. I'm gonna so it's him. Christian, then. It is Christian. It is I'm just Christian. calling him Chris. And, and you figure his mom knows, right? I would think I mean, so. Yeah. I would so hope so. She should be the authority. Who told me it was Kristen? I, I, I want to go recall. yell at someone. I don't, I don't recall, know. but yes. I want to go yell uh, at someone. The, the, the thing about that, too, is um, uh, why why go with that spelling? I don't know. That's that's for uh, a totally different podcast. We had, this discussion <laughs> in this, we had this discussion in the Stronghold yesterday, and we were just confused. But I don't understand. Because that, um, that well, real quick, the spelling has like you would think it's Christine. It looks and, like Christine. It then, is spelled exactly like Christine. So then maybe you think, oh, that's why people I think thought it was Kristen. Kristen. Right. But then it's Christian, hey man, it's so. just like you know Brett Favre. It's spelled Favre. Favre. <sighs> right. Yeah, last names are weird though. Yeah, they are. Okay. Anyways, where were we on this discussion? Uh, Randall C Mike. I don't know. How do you feel? I'm not. I'm not starting Randall if I have him, and I have C Mike in a bunch of yeah, leagues. Yeah, no. And I don't know if I'm going to start him yet. I, I I said he was a speculative ad. Certainly not someone I'm starting. Uh, 
I actually think Darren McFadden is a decent PPR option this week. Um, I'm actually playing him in one of my PPR leagues because I'm just hurting at running back. There you go. And um, Randall is, I mean, he's a flex at best, at best this week. Mm-hmm. Um, in my 14-teamer. Uh, Your sad running back team? My sad running back team of Chris Thompson and uh, Shane Vereens of the world. Uh, I am being forced to play uh, Christian Michael there in my flex. I, you know, I don't feel great about it, obviously, but I don't feel too bad, I guess. You know, it's like I, I imagine he's going to get um, at a minimum 10 carries. I think I'm comfortable with saying he's going to get a minimum 10 carries. And if he can, you know, if they uh, employ the hot hand strategy, it's not bad. He's got an okay matchup against the Giants as well. I'll take it. Why not? I'm it's trying tough. to convince myself. I, mean, no, I, 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 that's why I wasn't going to say anything otherwise. I was like, let's yeah. let James right. have we'll, just, we'll just talk <laughs> it out, you know. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, the offensive coordinator said Joe Randall. He, I guess he, he was basically saying, look, I don't see much of a change uh, happening in terms of the workload. But, you know, you look at the practice time, it, that just doesn't, it doesn't indicate that. If you don't see much of a change in that split, why not just give Joe Randall more carries in practice? Why try to work in? Christian Michael Moore with the first team. I, I, I'm I'm confused by Maybe that. Maybe they didn't like what they saw. I like I said, I agree, <clears throat> and that's why I think that Michael's going to get uh, more carries. Uh, I I don't see Joe Randall getting the quote unquote bulk of the carries. I, I can see that being a pretty good uh, one third, one third, one third split, but we'll see. All right, Jeremy Macklin still hasn't returned to practice for the Chiefs. Albert Wilson is the next man up. Well, Ed Werder from ESPN is reporting that Macklin's going to play. So. Okay. How was, well, that's, how was that's, that? good. that's that's good news. That's yeah. great news because um, it's a great matchup. Uh, it's a, <laughs> that's that's why. <laughs> that's why. But I just don't, I don't understand how if he hasn't passed well, protocol, how does how well does Werder if, he know? Practi- if he practices Friday, then he's good to go. Yeah, I mean, we don't know if he's cleared it yet as of the taping of this podcast, but here to four this week, he has not. Fabs is like there's a fly in here that's driving me nuts. <laughs> that was really that was really hilarious. <laughs> it was like, it was, was like you were was, wigging out. A I was little starting bit. to make that speech. And I was trying. To, is like, I was uh, trying to do like some funny waving his arms all over the yeah, place. This fly is all over me, man. Uh, so, anyways, yeah. If he if he does get cleared in practices, then he's in a great spot. But if not, Albert Wilson, next man up. Yes, I 100 percent agree. It's just I, I guess I'm. It's so weird with the concussion protocol. How do you report that he's going to be in? He's got a Past the concussion. You think so? And I, I mean, I'm going to his Twitter account to see if maybe there's something there. Uh, you know, he tweets that he appreciates the thoughts and prayers. And the last tweet, just watch the Maze Runner. Actually, wasn't bad. Looking forward to the next one. So that's what we've got. That's what we've got. For Wait, Jeremy did he Macklin. watch the Scorch Trials? That's what he wanted. No, I think he watched, he watched the first one. The first one. Now he's a good looking, movie. He's looking forward to the Scorch Trials. The first one is a good movie. So there you go. Um, I liked it. I thought it was low-key, a really good movie. I thought if it had a bigger budget in terms of um, – not bigger budget because obviously it was a big-budget film, but uh, in terms of advertising. Or maybe I'm just not watching the channel. No, it made, a, it made a decent amount of money uh, it has a good I book following. You and, and, really and J-Mac share a there it is. similar yeah, taste in movies. Yeah, buddy. Wait, hold on. Yeah. But did, did we uncover something with James? James, do you just love young adult movies? Oh, Twilight? I'm all yeah, in. you – I mean, I don't want to dive into Twilight again because you've tried to force it on the podcast <laughs> before. But – Breaking Dawn? No? No and, one here? And you were oh, talking no. about it in the Stronghold, too. Yeah. But Twilight, Maze Runner, we yeah. found we found James's niche. Uh, you know what? I uh, I liked the first Insurgent movie as well. Okay. Okay. Uh, didn't Divergent. Like the second one. Yeah, the didn't second like one was one. not good. Not, not good. Uh, didn't, <laughs> didn't like it. Uh, I also like that uh, in that movie when she goes to a uh, um, a camp that she gets like some kind of like super shishi haircut and it's like oh yeah I did this myself no you did not oh yeah I know that was great no you did not <laughs> they show her with like a pair of scissors like a knife like no but like shears like I know. like gardening shears right almost. and it's like and then oh, she yeah. comes back and it's like <laughs> salon quality hair and she's like yeah I did this yeah, myself yeah 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 I did this myself last night because like, oh, I just wanted to change okay no. all right okay that's cool. All right, we, we, oh, wow, we yeah, that, really that was sorry. Listen, <coughs> if, you, right. you, if, you didn't, if you didn't abandon the pod yet, we'll get back to fantasy. What are you guys doing, man? Come on. All right, let's talk about Goodness Pittsburgh gracious. taking on the aforementioned Kansas City Chiefs. Um, doesn't look like Ben Roethlisberger is going to start. Um, the team is pretty much Mike Vick. Uh, you know, slight tear in his hamstring, so he's he's out as well. Uh, Landry Jones looks like he's going to get the start. He, he's his numbers <laughs> were um, inflated quite a bit by a catch and run. One of the most gr- amazing catch and runs you'll see. It's phenomenal by Martavis Bryant. Uh, he good. What do we make? It's an I mean, just an unbelievable matchup against KC. KC has just given up 
uh, fantasy yeah, they stink, points man. Bundle, that that man. whole team is a dumpster fire. Their um, defense, their offense. So I don't know. Uh, what do we do with Landry Jones? What do we think of Martavis Bryant, Antonio Brown? I'm seeing a lot of Antonio Brown freak out. And I think it's actually better for Antonio Brown to get Landry Jones in there over Mike Vick. It's better to get anybody in there because Mike Vick wasn't looking at him. He wasn't giving him an opportunity to make plays. Kansas City has given up more fantasy points than any team in the entire league. And listen, Landry Jones is not going to be the second coming of Tom Brady where an injury no. causes him to come in and becomes a superstar. Oh, God, no. no. But, but you've, got, you've got to feel good about the fact that it isn't Mike Vick. Right. Because in those games, like, basically the, 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 big, the big thing in the NFL is like no one can stop Antonio Brown except Mike Vick. So Landry Jones gets in there, and I feel like there's a better chance for Brown to put up good numbers. I will say this. I love Martavis Bryant. I love him, okay? Uh, I love them coming into the year. Even with the suspension, I have him on a bunch of teams. Now I'm flexing him in all of my leagues. I think he's going to have a huge rest of the season. Very talented. Um, I'm playing him as a, as a three or a flex. I have him ranked in my top 20 this week, even with Landry Jones going. So. Oh, yeah. Well, I also, what I think actually will help Antonio Brown, I was looking at it, he has had fewer than 10 targets in the last three games. And... The Steelers know, and Todd Haley knows, that this offense, you know, I, I know they got a win last week, but they can't be successful long-term without getting the ball to Antonio Brown. And now that Landry Jones has had a full week to work with the first team, I think you're going to see them get the ball to 84 quite a bit. And that's not, you know, that they're not going to get it to Martavis Bryant. They're not going to get it to Le'Veon Bell. Those guys will still get their touches. But I do think you're going to see them try to force-feed Antonio Brown to get that passing game going. Young quarterbacks like Landry Jones look for them to throw short. So he's asking his receivers to go make plays after the catch. Antonio Brown makes plays after Martavis the Bryant catch. makes plays. Martavis Bryant makes plays after the catch. Uh, you know That's why, like, yeah, the wide receivers are, are – I'm not too worried about them. I'm not at all. Landry Jones, if you're desperate for a stream, he can be worth a start. But Absolutely. DFS – Give Hello. him a look. Hello. Yeah, totally. Hello, DFS. Totally. Welcome to my lineup, Mr. Landry Jones. Uh, yeah, no, I like that a lot. Um, I guess, in a way, though, having this young quarterback, does it negatively impact Le'Veon Bell? No. I don't think so. Just I don't think, much of I don't think anything negatively, Im- negatively yeah. impacts Le'Veon yeah, right. Bell. I mean, because worst comes to worst, they just drop him into the Wildcat and let him right. do his thing again. <laughs> I mean, if Landry Jones struggles... Le'Veon Bell, just take every snap. <laughs> Go to the Wildcat. Um, I'm seeing a lot of questions on Twitter about Antonio Brown trading him. Um, there was some crazy person who said, should I drop Antonio Brown? And I was like, well, that is crazy. Uh, stop well, that. Well, I don't think you can. He's undroppable in Probably. most leagues. But, uh, and somebody was asking me about, tra- a lot of folks have asked me about trading Antonio Brown. Trade for him. You trade him to me. Exactly. Prey on those fools. Um, and they're tired of seeing the, the lack of production of the last few weeks, but Ben Roethlisberger's coming back. I think he's going to have a good game uh, against Kansas City. If you can go get him right now, go go ahead and go do that. I, I don't know. Even if he doesn't have a good game against Kansas City. Go get him. Strike. Go get him. If, if you're right in a league with an owner that's frustrated with Antonio Brown, yeah. strike quickly. Yeah, but I would say strike now because I, I do think he's going to have a nice bounce back game against KC. All right, we'll move on. Let's go to Cincinnati. Hugh Jackson says Jeremy Hill still doesn't play like I want him to yet. Um, I, look, I generally ignore coach speak. But this, Hugh Jackson is the one guy where it's real talk and, with Hugh Jackson. And Jeremy Hill's his boy, and he said stuff about this about Jeremy Hill this season, and he said stuff about him last right. year too. And and I agree with him like because I love Jeremy Hill. I was so high on him coming into the year, watching him. It's not the same Jeremy Hill right now. And Hugh, Hugh knows it, and he loves it, so he's trying to fire him up. So hopefully this works. But, like, if the proof is in the pudding. It's not Hugh Jackson blowing smoke. Like, no. You watch the tape, you see exactly what Hugh Jackson's seeing. And, and and again, going back to last year, Hugh Jackson, it's it's really funny. Hugh Jackson let people know. You know it's like, this is what we're going to do. And then they go and do it. Well, Hugh has never been afraid to speak his mind, which is part of the reason he's not the head coach of the Raiders anymore. Yeah, that doesn't <laughs> fly so well in it. that organization. Um you know, it was it was interesting because after the first couple of weeks, when when Jeremy Hill struggled, he had that game with the two fumbles, and, right. and afterwards, you know, there was video of him walking off the field with Hugh Jackson and talking, and you could just tell Jackson's giving him this pump up speech, and you know, you hear Hill saying things like, "Well, they still believe in me, and they still want to give me a chance, and we're going to work this thing out. It's going to get right," and I think it is, but. I think it's going to start to get right with less carries. You know, they they are trusting Giovanni Bernard more. And that's not to say Hill's not talented, but until he gets the hang of this offense and what they're asking him to do, 
it's going to be Gio Bernard in those crunch time yeah, situations. I think they want him to get fired up so they can grind out wins in December and January again, like they did last say, year. When when the weather gets cold, what are they going to do? That's when I mean, Gio is a t- very talented back and he can help carry it, but they want bruising Jeremy Hill in the fourth quarter when Dalton's got a lead. Kidding me? They've got the heat miser at quarterback. No cold will stop him. <laughs> This is true. But so that's another another reason, too, if the Jeremy Hill owner in your league is panicking, buy low. If you've got him, just wait and see. Hopefully you can, you know, weather this storm until he does, God willing, kick, kick it back into gear and turn into the back we saw last year. Uh, I don't know. Look, it, 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 we're at the point now where we've seen enough games, we've seen enough carries that, I, you know, I don't think he's going to get back to the level he was last year because last year he was, I mean, just – uh, a destroyer of men. I don't think he will be that. Uh, he's not going to be a fantasy football Shiva. But um, <laughs> I do think that, you know, look, a, a lot of, a, a lot of hand-wringing out there in the Twitterverse as well regarding Jeremy Hill. Should I trade Jeremy Hill? Should I drop Jeremy Hill? This was before last week. And, you know, look, is he going to be what he was last year? No. I think he could be. But. Still the same player. Yeah, I agree. Hasn't run with the same tenacity. He's very young and a great offense. I, yeah, I get it. I get it. I like it. The the upside certainly there. But even on his, but what, what we we love talking about floors as well. What's his floor? I mean, his floor is still an RB two. Still an amazing flex play. So you know, don't give up on the guy just yet. Right. If you get a, a sweetheart deal, where you're you know maybe getting an Antonio Brown back or uh, you're getting a. Uh, an OBJ back or something. Mm-hmm. Okay, you, you feel those offers certainly, but don't don't sell yeah. low on the guy. His his floor is like a touchdown dependent, you know, flex flex RB two. Sure. Which is, I mean, that's what he and Geo kind of have both been right now. Geo a little better, but so hopefully he hopefully he comes back. That's in Cincinnati. All right, those are your top headlines. Let's talk about some matchups that we love. We will start on Monday night actually because a lot of folks are hyping. Uh, the Cardinals offense here, Carson Palmer. For good reason. I think you have Carson Palmer as your number one quarterback. Am I two? I think uh, I have Andrew him as Luck. One, I, I have Andrew Luck number one. All right, so there you go. Both of those guys have amazing matchups. The Colts uh, at home taking on the Saints. But uh, let's break down this uh, Cardinals Ravens matchup. Uh, a lot to like. A lot to like uh, regarding that Arizona passing attack. No doubt about that. And uh, it's 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 just as much about how good the Cardinals are as it is how bad the Ravens are. I mean, yep. yep. Worst against quarterbacks, worst against wide receivers. Uh, listen, the the quarterback last night that we saw score fewer than five fantasy points lit that defense up a week yeah, he ago did. for over yep. 20. So Palmer's a must-start. John Brown's a must-start. Larry Fitzgerald's a must-start. If you're in a bigger league and you need a wide receiver, Michael Floyd's a decent option. Chris Johnson uh, is a very good option. I expect him to have a very nice game. If you look at the Ravens' run defense over the last couple of weeks, it's been ungood, uh, yes, it uh, has. to quote Marcus Grant. So this is one of those games where – it's there's going to be a lot of fantasy matchups won and lost on Monday night this week. Yep, it's like you said, it's a perfect confluence of a great team and a great matchup. So mm-hmm. I'm I'm starting all start the Cardinals all your Cardinals. Yep, <laughs> start all your Cardinals. All right, uh, let's talk about the Jets taking on. Well, I guess we were hinting a little bit about that Colts Saints game. I, I would imagine there's going to be a lot of fantasy points in this one as well. But for some reason this year, I just feel like every single time we were expecting a super super high scoring game. We have been treated with uh, not. And isn't it typically like involving the Saints? And it's like. Right. Oh, well, Saints, okay. Falcons. Right. Uh, I remember, you know, uh, the, the the last Monday night game, Giants uh, taking on <clears throat> uh, Philadelphia. I was expecting a, a bunch of scoring happen there. And there was scoring. Unfortunately, it was defensive scoring. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there was that. That didn't really help, I guess. But, yeah. But, no, I, I mean, you look at the matchup, at least on paper, the Colts at home taking on the Saints. You, you got to think. Yeah, I mean, you, come on, you got to think there's going to be some fantasy points yeah, I mean, scored here. Colts defense, not great. Not a great pass rush. Saints defense, not great. Correct. And and both quarterbacks would, are, are playing well. Right. Breeze is playing well on the field. Like, if you could look at his numbers, it's funny because he's had, what has he had, five starts this year? I think he's, or four starts because he missed one game. He's had over 300 yards three times already this year, but he's not throwing any touchdown passes. Yeah, the touchdown Which is passes. strange. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, for true breeze, but I have him in my top ten this week. Uh, I have Andrew Luck number one. I like Willie Sneed a lot this week. I like Mark Ingram a lot this week. Gore, not Andre Johnson. Uh, T.Y. Hilton, Dante Moncrief. If you need a tight end, don't play Ben Watson. Don't play Ben Watson. Pick up Jordan Reed. Jordan Reed is back this week. He is far and away a better tight end in fantasy than Ben Watson the- is. And the Colts have been tough on tight ends, except for Gronk last week, which. 
nobody can stop Gronkowski. It doesn't matter. So I know he had a big game last Thursday night. It was in front of a national televised audience, and everyone saw it. The Ben Watson don't game said play more. him. That said more about the Falcons' defense than it did about what. In, in, right, that's in why Watson we like Delaney. By the way, I, as you were listing off all the wide receivers you like in this game, there was one name noticeably absent. It rhymes with Brandon Cooks. Yeah, it does. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not even that. It's a it's a good matchup. I just can't like, trust him, man. Like I was like, like I was listening to you like like tick off all these wide receivers, <laughs> and I was like waiting for you to maybe throw it in, and that nope. name never popped up. Wow. Yeah, oh, wow. I'm hurt. It that's, hurts me. Yeah, it, it pains okay, me that's terribly. Not great. Um, I think I look. I think Brandon Cooks will have a fine game. I I don't know. He he'll be he'll be one of those guys where if he gets one of those random touchdowns, all right, you'll take it. Uh, I don't know what is. I don't know. I don't know if he's got 20 point upside, but uh, I 15 point upside. Sure, why not? Uh, I think it's gonna be like I said. I think it's gonna be a high scoring affair. Um, I think randomly. Uh, I think Ahmad Bradshaw will see a little bit more work as well. Uh, I think we're going to be talking about his name uh, next week, just vulturing opportunities from Frank Gore. We will see. Potentially. 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 I think they've realized what they actually had to do with Frank Gore, and that was just actually give him the darn ball. (laughs) Hey, speaking of – Gellar almost cursed. Run the dang ball. Yeah, uh, speaking of uh, tight end plays, you mentioned uh, don't uh, don't chase the points there in New Orleans with Ben Watson. Eric Ebron is coming back. Yep. Uh, Rather play him over Watson, too. Brandon Pettigrew dealing with a knee injury as well. Uh, all signs indicate that. Wait, do we Ebron actually believe in Eric Ebron? <laughs> Listen, before he got hurt, he wasn't bad. He wasn't bad. Look at the numbers. Before he's he a got second hurt. That's what I'm doing. I'm going, I'm going right now to go look at the numbers. He, he's a second-year player. Right. Right. 11, 11 points I mean, in his first game, 10 points in his second game, 6 you'll take in his that. third. Then he got hurt, and then he hasn't played. Come on, you'll take that. Two Marcus touchdowns, man. I'll take that. No. I mean, I guess. <laughs> I mean, who you who <laughs> at you the tight end position? You won't take. What the, I, I mean, mean, just I the look guess. of just the look of disdain in Marcus's face. I'd right rather now. I'd rather Cracking start jumping up. down the list a little more. I'd rather start Ladarius Green. He's Ooh. the second tight end on and his he's team. He's playing the Raiders, but he's playing Oakland, and they're <laughs> still even though Gates has been back and has been a target yeah, they're hog. For him. They're, they're still, still using Green. Green as a matchup nightmare. Like that's why they they ran him out of the slot a bunch against yeah. Green Bay, and that's when he got his touchdown because he went to the slot and Clay Matthews had to cover him. And Clay Matthews is a fantastic player, but that's a mismatch. No. Darius Green on a linebacker. <clears throat> uh, what is uh, what's the status of Stevie Johnson? I, I felt like they use utilize their tight ends a heck of a lot more because mm-hmm. Stevie Johnson. I think out he's there. getting closer. He like he's practicing. I don't okay. know his status yet for this week. Yet. If he goes, I would say I don't think Ladarius is a very good play. If he goes, yeah. Um, yeah, no, you're right. The, deeper the, though, but the Oakland for... Raiders for sure. I mean, oh my. Gosh, they have just been unbelievably bad yeah. against the tight end. We also division. have to keep tabs on what's going on with Keenan Allen. Yeah, his hip. Oh, he, they true. said he's going to play. Yeah, right. sounds like he's right. going to play. Stevie right. Johnson's been limited in practice this week. Okay, so, we'll so there you go. All right. Um, what about Todd Gurley? What start him? What a start I have, I ranked, him? I have him ranked number one. Babs and I both have him number one. This start week. him. Taking on the Cleveland Browns. I know some people are worried about his like scoring potential touchdown wise in the Rams offense because it's the Rams offense, but like there's no bigger case for like touchdown regressing back to, or touchdown potential regressing back to the mean than with Gurley because he's had like a million carries and hasn't scored a touchdown yet. Right. He's going to get one in there sooner or later, and it'll probably happen this weekend. Uh, taking on the Browns, uh, one of the worst run defenses in mm. all of the NFL. He's yeah. got an amazing matchup. Todd Gurley should be uh, really good to go. Um, I am. I hope the I hope the guy in my league's not listening to this podcast. Probably isn't. That's fine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we'll get him to listen after this <laughs> after this episode. Uh, no, actually, uh, yeah, I'm going to have them not listen uh, so that I can speak freely here. But but no, I, I'm trying to trade Brandon Cooks and Eddie Lacy to go get Todd Gurley. Are you you think anyone's going to do that? Look, it, this is not an insider's league here. This is like a, <laughs> this is like a you know a a regular person league. You're, you're trading two gigantic busts, <laughs> right? But there's name value still. Huge there's name value. Still name value. Um, plus, plus one of those quote unquote busts has done this every year. So. <laughs> I mean, when you step outside of the bubble, Fabs. I mean, there are people who still look at that and say, "Wow, I can get these two guys and give up a rookie." Yeah, it's I true. mean, it's it's possible. Yep. A rookie that has not scored a touchdown yet. Right. Um, so am I? Is it going to happen? Probably not. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I it. guess it doesn't hurt to try, I'll at least right? Throw it out there. I'll throw it out there. To start, heck, you know. Um, like, I want to talk about the Jets real quick because we, we were going there, but then we jumped back to yes. the Colts. Oh, Saints that's game. right. That's right. That's um, the Jets have some decent looking matchups this week against the Patriots, because yeah. they've got a surprisingly frisky offense. They've got two great wide receivers, both of whom could. You know, have it have a solid game. They've Brandon Marshall, the Amish great. rifle, They've got the Amish rifle under center, who's pulling juke moves in the open field and running in touchdowns. 
And then uh, Chris Ivory, uh, he gets so much volume, and against that, yeah. that you know, their defense, Frank Gore had a decent game against them. Other backs have. I'm firing up all the Jets if I have them. Um, the, the one oh, thing I see that... what you did there. <laughs> wow, that was good. <laughs> that one got by me, so it was pretty solid. That was good. Um, the, uh, by the way, the Ryan Fitzpatrick touchdown face, if you haven't seen Oh, God, go find Phenomenal. The Ryan Fitzpatrick touchdown face is unreal. <laughs> unreal. I love it. I'm trying to um, think of something to like compare it to. But I just need someone to you know do some audio audio editing and uh, put like a Jurassic Park dinosaur roar or something behind. I think right. That would be something good. needs to happen right. there. It's a, it's, a, it's a great meme. Uh, go look it up if you haven't seen it already. Um, the one thing that does concern me about Chris Ivory though, right, is that if the Patriots get out in front by a bunch. Um, I would be a little bit concerned about Chris Ivory's production. The Patriots at home as well. They've owned the Jets. They are just unreal at home as well. Um, if the Patriots get out to a big lead, which is, I mean, given Tom Brady and his assault on the league right now, it could happen. It could it, absolutely happen. And, and that's the no, one reason. For the only benefit is they're still using Ivory in the passing game, though. And he's one of their best players, so I don't think they'd completely turn away from him, even if they're getting blown out. I think this is going to be a fairly close game. I think the Patriots will win, but I don't. I just don't see them going to you know, going out to run out and hide in this football game. I mean, the Jets' defense is still very good. Plus, the Jets get up for this game. It doesn't yeah, matter, do. you know. Even though Rex yeah, isn't there anymore, they still get up for this game. And I, I just those I, teams don't like each other. Revis yeah. is back in the. I, I think they keep this close. I don't think they win, but I think they keep this close enough that you know Chris Ivory can be a part of the game for four quarters. Yeah. All right, so there you go. It's not like we're telling anyone to, uh, you know, bench Tom Brady because the Jets' defense is so right. good this year. Right. Although I, I, you know, look at the numbers. Uh, career Julian Edelman against the uh, the Jets is not very good. Uh, one touchdown in ten career games. No touchdowns in New England against the Jets. And um, you also take a look at Brady's numbers at home against the Jets. Earlier in his career, he was not good against them at all. Lately. Uh, in his last five, he's had, let's see, five, seven, ten, eleven touchdown passes Oy. and only one interception. Oy. So the the, the matchup Pretty is going to be it, it's going to be to me probably the most fun game to watch because you're 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 talking about an elite o- offense against an elite defense, and when they collide, let's see which side sort of budgets. Yeah, that Jets defense is fantastic. And Todd Bowles is a fantastic defensive head, so mm-hmm. we'll He's see how that goes. He's just a great head coach, period. He's looking like it so far, which is he great. He's just a great uh, head coach, period. Right. I think he's done I think he's done much more with this talent uh, than Rex Ryan well, ever did. He he got a lot more talent this offseason than Rex Ryan had in recent years. I'm sure Rex was like, looking for Buffalo, like, really, like now? Yeah. Now you want to add all these guys, huh? <laughs> yeah, he's like, <laughs> oh, cool, thanks. Now you get Revis back. Thanks let, a lot. Now, now you draft let, Lenny let's just, Williams. Let's just yeah. hope if you're a Jets fan that he's a not he's not the next Eric Mangini because we were saying great things about Mangini right. when he started and then Udo went downhill. Um, we should jump into some matchups that scare us if we want to get some mailbags and daps before we get out of uh, here. Very good point. I, I, I did want to touch very quickly. Dan Campbell uh, in Miami has really turned around the look and feel of that offense. I, I really like Lamar Miller moving forward. Yep. Jarvis Landry has. He's uh, actually getting the ball now. Yeah, he's getting a <laughs> very good point. Uh, Jarvis Landry has a bump in value as well, and, and I think Tannehill will start to, to pick up a little bit of steam. But I really, really like that hard-nosed attitude that Dan Campbell is bringing to, to the Miami Dolphins sideline and it's really translated well uh given their players uh there in miami and south beach so uh just wanted to get that note out there all right let's talk about some matchups that do scare us um melvin gordon he's on high alert can't Uh, can't start him at all no i I mean you look at three fumbles lost in six games forget it i don't care who you are and he's banged up you can't play melvin gordon yep uh he's almost close to being a drop melvin gordon is just given his usage in the offense, uh, Danny Woodhead there as well. Um, Brandon Oliver <laughs> is getting carries. Melvin Gordon, to me, is very, very close to being a drop. Yeah, yeah. imagine that. It's like uh, Bishop Sankey all over again. <laughs> Sadly. Last year was – and, and again, I like to make fun of, like, USC wide receivers, but this guy went to Wisconsin. Wisconsin hasn't had a lot of good pro running backs, I'm just saying. But he's fumbled his way out of uh, the good graces of Mike McCoy. Danny Woodhead's a better pass catcher. He's a better blocker. Um, and you could argue he's a better player overall. Oh, you don't Melvin need to argue Gordon. that. He is. That's and a fact. The Oakland Raiders' defense has not been bad against running backs this year, guys. So, uh, Gordon, he's my sit of the week. I, I wouldn't play him a- at all. 
no questions asked. Um, Amir Abdullah, we talked about this guy last week, and, and we'll continue to keep talking about Amir Abdullah because I think the tantalizing talent level of Amir Abdullah is confusing. Um, he's just – I don't think he's going to be fantasy relevant this year. Well, it's, here's the thing. He's, he, in some ways, is like – I keep saying that you know, Joseph Randall remains the – starting running back in Dallas by default. And right. I, I think Amir Abdullah kind of stays on the field sort of by default. I was going to make the same point because everybody's falling apart around him you know? and Amir's going to be the last man standing. Like, <laughs> I mean, Zach, like, Zach like, Center's on IR now. IR. Drake Bell Wait, got hurt again in yeah, practice. Exactly. You know, well, did he really? Uh, he suffered a potential setback. Yes, downgraded mm. to limited practice on Thursday. So Drake Bell looks like and he's not close to even coming Theo back. Even Theo is banged up. So, so, like, you know, by, by default, Amir's going to keep getting touches. That's why, like, there. it's it's not good right now. No. I don't think you – I wouldn't drop him if you can right now. Just try and – just wait and see because if last week was a sign of things to come and this offense turned it around just like Matt Stafford, do your do your thing, maybe Amir gets back – gets up and going. But, yeah, I'm, I mean, J, my my high opinion of him in fantasy this year is is dwindling. Uh, um, the Lions at home taking on the Vikings. Um, but, yeah, so Amir Abdullah, you're right. And it's not a good matchup. Yeah, like not this week. It's but not just, a good matchup at all keep this there. week. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't think you can drop him quite yet. It's like the same reason why I can't let go of Tyler Lockett, right? Like, I know they don't pass the ball enough for him to be fantasy relevant, but I just can't let I, him I kind of let Tyler Lockett you know, a long time funny. ago. I, if you go back and listen to one of our early podcasts early in the season, and, you know, Alex made the point, yeah, sure, you can start Tyler Lockett, and he may have one of those three-catch, 100-yard, one-touchdown game. <laughs> That's kind of what he did last night. I mean, you just don't know when it's going to happen. There may yeah, be another right. one in the offing. It's just trying to figure out when it's going to happen. That's um, the problem. It's the same reason why I can't seem to find myself to drop Amir Abdullah. It's just the the talent is just too – So, that's, so don't, well, also for too, now. what are you going to find on the waiver wire that's better than him? It's true. It's true. It is barren. That's true. It's barren it out is, there. Um, it is a wasteland, wasteland out yeah, there. No doubt about it. Um, how about Charkandrick West? Uh, I think he had, I mean, just an unbelievably awful start. Um, it, it's so funny because, you know, we saw him as the most added guy <laughs> after week five. And then after week six, he most was dropped. the most dropped yeah. guy you can't, on NFL.com. You can't give up on him yet. It's one I would week. agree. It was one week. But, yeah, don't don't start him this week. Don't start him, but don't drop him either. Uh, Amari Cooper, I want to point out in here quick, too. Please. Harmon had this good stat. Jason Verrett, people have been noticing playing really good at cornerback for the Chargers. Yeah, yes. Has just not necessarily not completely erased, but he has limited some very good yeah, wide receivers I'm this worried season. about Amari Cooper this so week. So, like, it'll be it's probably hard to sit him if you've got him in the league, but if you have a different option – Think about deploying them because Jason Verrett has played some nasty good. Well, and that's why I actually think you know maybe Michael Crabtree is a sneaky start because he's going against Brandon Flowers, who has been the opposite of Jason Verrett so far this season. Uh, How about Jordan Matthews taking on Josh Norman in Carolina? I don't care who he's taking on. I'm I'm, I'm about to give up. (laughs) It's like it's like okay, his quarterback is inaccurate. Okay, throws the ball to the wrong team too much. Yep. When he does throw it to Matthews, half the time it's he drops it. And then the other half, Matthews drops the ball. So this is all truth. Yeah, um, he has not been. What I'm, I'm about he to. Would be. I'm about to give up on Jordan Matthews. Yeah, he's on my. You're team. not saying cut him. I'm not cutting him, right. but I'm not playing him. Yeah, I can't. Uh, not not against. I mean, listen. Unless you think Josh Norman's going to cover Riley Cooper. Uh, I mean, I mean, he has been the best receiver on this team. For Riley Yikes. Cooper. I know right. it's craziness. That's I can't. Insane. Yeah, I can't advocate Riley Cooper. Um, okay, so there you go. So Jordan Matthews, uh, <laughs> I think you're also at the point. There are some teams that you just can't bench Jordan Matthews only because who else are you going to really play? But, boy. Willie Sneed. Uh, yeah, we'll get to that in the mailbag question. But, yeah, I mean, Jordan Matthews is, yeah, that's it's, that's rough. It's rough to see. Uh, I do think Cam Newton will have a, a, a good game, though. I do think Cam Newton oh, will have a good game. Oh, I, I believe in Cam. Very good at home. And he's he's turning into one of the better draft bargains because when he lost Calvin Benjamin, 100%. people jumped off the bandwagon and were like, who the heck is he going to throw the ball to? Guess when? what? Cam Newton has proven to be good enough where he's got Greg Olson and he can score those fantasy points with his yeah. feet. He's got Greg Olson and and, and, that's, and, and that's it. And, and <laughs> also, people looked at his season-long total last year, that it, which was you know tarnished because he was so injured early in the season. He missed that game with the car accident. But down the stretch... Cam was Cam again. At and the end of the year, he yeah, was Yeah, and we're good. seeing that again this yep. year. Yep. All, All right. right, let's get to some mailbag questions, shall we? Did you find some, James, or do you want me to pull yeah, some out here, too? Okay, because I, I, was, I was scrolling through trying to find some good ones, but sure. if you got one, throw it out. All right. Uh, well, let's hit that mailbag guy. 
Do we have that ready? Get that sandwich hey, out you of go. your pie hole and listen up, maggot. <clears throat> it's time for mail call. How about Rob Grimwood, the real Grims? Ask Jordan Reed or Eric Ebron. Reed. Reed. I think Jordan Reed. I mean, when, when he's healthy, Reed. when he was there, he was the number one target in that offense. And one of the, like, the number, almost the number one targeted tight end in all of football, too. Yep. So, yep. Jordan Reed is certainly the guy to play there. Mr. Spencer asks, uh, Isaiah Crowell, Theo Riddick, or Ryan Matthews this week, non-PPR? Hey, mud on. Yeah. Crowell, Riddick, or Matthews? I, I don't I mean, know. Probably Crow. Crow, but, I guess, yeah. Uh, I was going to lean toward Theophilus Riddick. <laughs> <laughs> well, wow! So you got two a, crows. That was that. a deep hip hop reference. <laughs> uh, if that we're was, uh, our, our, if we're looking just on our Twitter timelines, uh, who's the better start this week? This is from uh, Scott Ray. Amari Cooper or Travis Benjamin? I'm starting Travis Benjamin over Amari Cooper this week. Yeah, I think I'm I would lying. too. That's just not great, but that Jason Verrett fear is real. All right, I got another good one for you from uh, Z Trigger. At Zakers, three S's. Start Olsen or Barnage in a PPR. Olsen or Olsen. The Eagles have been tough They've on been tough on tight ends. I'm going Olsen. I love Gary, but I, I've got to go Olsen. Man, I don't know. I, I think I, I roll with the I Barnyard Dog. I saucy enough to roll Barnyard Dog. Not for nothing, but the Rams have been tough on tight ends, too. He is in fuego, though. Oh, like, Olsen, I wish I had the Gus Johnson what, drop. not. He, had, he yeah. led all tight ends in points last week. Yeah, Barnage has done that like four weeks in a row. <laughs> no, he hasn't led it. Not led, but he's, oh, he's been, been great. insane. He's been great. You know what? Go Barnyard Dog. Go Barnyard Dog. Because it. it's just more fun. It's yeah. more fun. It is more fun. <laughs> it is a lot more fun. It's way more fun. about having I mean, fun. Look, it's I way know, more fun when the Barnyard I, Dog produces. I know the Patriots also, have had their buy, so this kind of like skews it a little bit, but Gary Barnage is like, <laughs> Basically, a point behind Rob Gronkowski. No, and, and, so, so, and here's the no. thing, too. So, I said he's been on fire. Greg Olson has had a bye week. The last four uh, weeks, Barnage, almost 20 more fantasy points than Greg Olson. That's crazy. 65.8 to 47.3 over the last four weeks. That's nuts. You, you, you talk about him being a point off of Gronkowski. You, I mean, you realize he didn't do anything in the first two weeks. I know. No. He did nothing. It's wild. It's like he played the <laughs> Oakland Raiders, he woke up. And then all of a sudden, the guy's one of the best tight ends in the league. He's been insane. He's been insane. It's been so. It's been awesome to see the barnyard dog wolfing it up, man. That is great. All right, uh, we got another sounder. I want another sounder. Yeah, I was gonna. Th- we just kept rolling through. Yeah, them, so I, I know. Got a chance. Message for you, son. All right, Geraldo Santana Jr. asked Diggs or Sneed for this weekend. Sneed. I love this question. Sneed. 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 You know I love I love Diggs, but I gotta go Sneed this week. Yeah. I am uh, so I've, I'm facing this very same question in one of my leagues. Maybe it's in my NFL Fantasy Live league. I'm not exactly sure, but um, I'm actually playing Diggs. I I just I'm scared off by the fact that uh, Drew Brees has been um, has been uh, sharing the wealth a little bit too much, and so I like Sneed as well. I just think Diggs. I don't know why. I just feel like he's got a big game in front of him here. Um, and it seems like he's building a little bit more of a rapport uh, with Teddy Bridgewater. So I, I, I like the upward projections for uh, Stephon Diggs. But uh, so there you no, go. No, I'm with you. I, I like it a lot, but I got to go with. Uh, I think Sneed's got a better floor. Sneed. I yeah. feel, the, got need, a way better I feel the need for Sneed. Need I for like Sneed. it. All right, next one. Uh, You've got mail. How about uh, Mr. Sir? Yes, sir. Asking. Now, this is at Daddy Dawson. All right. Um, he's asking Kelsey or Ladarius Green? Kelsey. Yeah, it's kind of yeah, no brainer, right? I mean, who else does Alex Smith have to throw? I guess Jeremy Macklin may play, but, I mean, you know, when you got a quarterback who only throws it five yards at a time, why not go to the tight end? BSK is asking Martavis Bryant or Larry Fitzgerald? Fitz. 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 Ooh. Fitz. You got mail, baby! Now, here, here's a good one for you guys. This is... From Corey Edge. Okay. Tannehill or Bortles this week? That's spicy, too. I think I might go I'm going Tannehill. Tannehill. I'm going You know, Tannehill. I just have a bad feeling. I, I like Bortles, but I just know that there's going to be a, a dud coming somewhere, and I think it might be this week. I, I just, you know, I, the the Bills have kind of been frustrated with what they've done defensively. You've got Mario Williams saying he wants to pin his ears back and, and just come after the quarterback. Sure. The Jaguars have a bad offensive line. This, this just reeks of... You know, six sacks, three picks. I, that's my fear this week. Uh, the Dolphins also got a great matchup, right? They're at home taking on the Texans, who mm-hmm. have just been so generous uh, to quarterbacks, which is it's so weird. How do you have a J.J. Watt defense 
He can't and do it all himself. I know. You, you don't have 11 JJ Watts. That's how. <laughs> I don't know. I still might go Bortles. I might ride the hot hand yeah. with all those talented pass catchers. And as we were saying, Dan Campbell's done great things for Lamar Miller. He was a former blocking tight end and yeah. loves that power ground game. So I don't know if he's going to let Tannehill air it out. They still might control the clock and go through Miller more. So Naked bootleg? 50-yard scamper for touchdown? No? Uh, okay. Sure. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I've seen a lot of questions about uh, Brian Hoyer as well. What, what are your thoughts, don't you guys' like thoughts on, on Brian Not Hoyer. this week. No. He's played really well. I yeah, just don't has. like him this week. All right, so there you go. So that's uh, I think that's about as Should we do one? We'll just do one more quick. Sure. I, have a, I have a silly one we'll okay. do. So. Hit me. Mail it in! Mail it in! From at follow Manuel, should cereal be considered a soup? <laughs> Is this like the hot dog considered a sandwich thing? Is this Prob- what we're going with Probably. Now? I don't know if this was a Damashek question or not. Is but hot dog a sandwich? Well, no, get right. that one out of here. It's not, first of all. <laughs> soup. Should cereal be considered a soup? Soup is hot. No, because no, there's gazpacho. There's like gazpacho. Yeah, 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 you can have cold soup. soup. I don't have cold uh, soup. I'm going to say no because it's sweet. Not. Mm. Uh, no. Because it's sweet. If it was not sweet, then mm, I could I've had sweet argument. soups. I feel like there have to be prepared elements, though, right. in it. Now, here, here's what I think would be the caveat. I would say no on the top, but you could prepare cereal as a soup. Like, you know how if you have, like, Lucky Charms and you wait till the milk gets all the, like, sugar and stuff in okay. it from there? Like, if you if that's your intent, if you let it sit until it is of a soup-like nature, then sure. That's nasty. That's not so good. <laughs> I mean, the, no. The, the, or like golden, the, golden grams, you know? And all the other pieces get soggy. Yeah, that's, that's the trouble. Not. So maybe you have a limited window where cereal <laughs> is a good oh, soup. Oh, how about this? You wait for it all to melt down. You let all the flavors percolate. Yeah. And then you run it through a strainer. That way you don't get the, the soggy piece. Oh, and then do you add new yeah, chunks back then in? Then you add too? the new chunks back in. Wow, that's not very efficient. <laughs> oh, it's horribly inefficient. But we're talking about making a soup here. Yeah, okay. That's a cereal I like soup. that idea. That is a cereal soup. All right, well, let us know on Twitter, guys, what you think. Is (laughs) cereal a soup? (laughs) Oh, the other thing is, you know what you could do? You could mix in a different cereal. Oh, there you go. Now you got like a jambalaya kind of thing That's going. what That's I'm talking like a about. Soup, a soup jambalaya. That's yeah, what I'm so talking like about. Fruit Loops in a Lucky Charms broth. Oh, Whoa! God. Instant sugar high for the rest of the day. <laughs> oh, man. That does My sound stomach delicious. hurts now. All right. Yeah, that, I'm starting to get queasy as well. Let's daily dab and right, get out cool. of here. Extra, extra, read all about it. This is the day. Daps and hook. Give me daps because I be scribbling right. Give me dabbing up daps about daps all right, our daily daps. It's time for us to give uh, props to the to the world, not just in football. But uh, so we will start with Michael Fabiano. Hit me with a daily dap, pal. Well, uh, I'm going to dap NFL.com fantasy. How about that? Last week we had two people finish in the top eight. Oh, there you go on uh, Fantasy Pros uh, ranking accuracy. And, uh, and Michael Fabiano, where were you in that ranking? Uh, number one. Okay, there you go. And, um, <laughs> and uh, for the year, we have three of the top twenty-seven. That's pretty good. Out of 135 uh, experts. Mike, where are you in that ranking? Uh, number one. Oh, well, okay. There you go. So, um, <laughs> congratulations to NFL.com. Congratulations to you, pal. And, and basically, if you look at the um, the other sites, it's a lot of the smaller mom-and-pop kind of sites. Uh, you're not seeing a lot of ESPNs uh, or Yahoo's oh. or – Anyone else up there? But NFL.com is uh, is proudly doing very well, doing work this year. So our, our NFL.com guys, doing work. Our guys are uh, kicking asses and taking names, and um, great job to everybody. I like it. NFL.com slash fantasy uh, is the website. There, uh, it's uh, Michael Fabiano's number one. Matt Harmon who has uh, made an appearance on this podcast as well. But if you haven't seen his work, I absolutely recommend it. He's a little uh, a little wordy. That's okay. If you're you're into 7,000-word opuses on Allen Robinson, he's your guy. But no, no, he's a a tremendous young writer. Uh, Definitely go check him out. Mm -hmm. Uh, Matt Harmon is doing a great job, and I know he's not – he's new to NFL.com Fantasy this year. Uh, The people in the fantasy community know. Yes, they know Matt Harmon. He was a football guy's writer in other places before he came here, had his own website, so – but, yes, absolutely check them out. All right, how about it, uh, MG? Hit me with one. Uh, a couple, one really quick. Uh, obviously, the, the big thing this week was that it was Back to the Future Day a couple yes, of days ago. Yes, absolutely. Uh, so, dabs to Bob Gale, who wrote Back to the Future 2. He confirmed recently that uh, Rich Biff Tannen, when he has his big hotels and yes. conglomerates, 
was based on Donald Trump. Ooh, I see it now. So there you go. Uh, but the other the the bad does that mean that uh, there's going to be a movie out that Biff runs for president Ooh. and wins? Well, no, because that's Biff, not bad either. No, because Biff got taken down. So uh, oh, okay. yeah, okay. that's how I go. But uh, my real dap is uh, dap to Happy Little Trees. Um, Happy Little Trees. When I was in high school, I had friends who would dabble in mind-altering substances. Um, <laughs> And they would tell me about the joys of Bob Ross, this uh, man with the weird afro okay, and the yeah. paintbrushes and the calming voice. Oh, that's right. Yes. Paint about happy little trees. Well, I'm dapping it because on YouTube, the first ever episode of Bob Ross's A Walk in the Woods is now available for your viewing pleasure. <laughs> awesome. Go out and find it. Bob Ross, A Walk in the Woods, season Bob one, Ross. episode one, where he goes through the tools he uses and all the things that he wants to do. Now, do you have to watch that with, like, in a dark room with a black light on and I mean, you don't have chilling. to, but, you know, it might take it to another level if okay. you do. But, right. uh, you know, it. shout out to Happy Little Trees and to Bob, the late Bob Ross, who uh, was always into So I have a – I'm so glad you brought that up because I have a wonderful, like – not no, it's not. It, I have a wonderful like second second Bob Ross story. One of my buddies from college, uh, Jimmy Barrett, lives in Chicago. He does comedy there. Started a couple years ago a Bob Ross bar crawl where everybody puts on a fake beard, <laughs> gets an afro, and dresses up like Bob Ross, and then they go on a bar crawl through Chicago. Nice. And it's like gaining a little bit of steam what? and nice. right in there. But so you'll see like twenty or thirty what? Bob Rosses. Going through the bars in uh, every year. That's I think it's awesome. every that's, summer. That's creepy. In uh, if you're if you're doing in that, Chicago, can I, can I make a small suggestion that I think could help take that Bob Ross uh, bar crawl to the next level? Throw it out there. So you so the paint palette, okay, that you would have, just cut bigger holes, and all of a sudden that paint palette like drink tray becomes a beer holder. That's not a bad idea. I like it. But yeah, if you go to BobRossBarCrawl.com, you can see photos of all the people. A bunch of my friends from college do it. Uh, Doing it John right Gallagher, uh, everybody like that, Jimmy Barrett. They have a good, they have a great time, and uh, I need to get back and do it with them one of these years. But what's your official daily dab? Is uh, that your official one? No, it was not, because I, I mean, that would have been ridiculous if two of us had <laughs> a dab on the same day. Uh, however, I was going to dab, uh, I apologize if I mispronounced the last name, but it's Andy Weir, the guy that wrote The Martian. Okay. I borrowed the book from John Marvel downstairs, read it. Fantastic novel. Saw the movie this week, too. It was good. Good movie. But the book is insane. It's a wonderful read, and it's his first novel, so just knocked it out of the park on the first one. There's a big backstory uh, in regards to that, uh, the author as well. It's supposedly the most scientifically accurate uh, yeah. space novel uh, that's been written because he, uh, I guess, has a science background. He's a software engineer. I was just looking because I was trying to find out how to pronounce his name while you guys were doing your oh, dabs. Oh, and he crowdsourced the info. Yeah. So there's a a, a big backstory uh, in regards to the novel. Mm-hmm. I would I would definitely obviously recommend the novel. I haven't gotten around it's, to reading it. It's fantastic. It, but it's really, uh, but really also good. look up the backstory uh, to The Martian as well. I think NPR did a pretty good job. Matt Damon is calling it Thanksgiving for nerds, by the way. <laughs> yeah, no, it was it was the book is great. If you're if you're a nerd or even if you're not just like a fan of a good read, it okay. it reads like I think one of the things on the cover, one of the like glowing phrases like, oh it reads like a rocket ship. But it's true. Like the book you just fly through it. It's crazy um, that's his first book too. Crazy that it's his first book. The science was great. His writing was great. The voice of the main character Mark Watney was awesome. That's why and, you, go, uh, you go J.D. Salinger and you just go, you fade into obscurity. Right? I like it. Never I mean, because like a lot of people try to follow up that first novel and it's not as great. Yeah, I know. Yeah, exactly. It's tough. It's well, tough. it's tough when you, ha- I mean, because this guy had an unlimited timeline. Right. It's different when well, you're now, on a deadline. Yeah, now you're on a deadline and now you have, he had no pressure, no preconceived notions yeah, with the first novel. Now everybody's exactly. like, how are you going to top the Martians? It's like, bro, well, let me just let me just try and get Can close to it. Can I just bask it. in this glow for right. a second? So uh, good luck on the second one, Andy, and thank you for the first one. It's I'm going to go. I am going to go complete opposite direction. You went super highbrow, uh, which was great. I'm going to go with Drake and Hotline Bling. As my daily, the memes dab. have been fantastic. The memes, oh my gosh, <laughs> and the vines, the, the vines, vines the and the memes. Please, if you are watching this or listening to this podcast, go look that up. the The vines and the memes for Drake Hotline Bling. I think my favorite was the bowling one. Did you guys see that one? I saw the tennis one. The bowling one. I saw the bowling one because somebody said that it was better than the tennis one. So I watched the bowling one. Went back and watched the tennis one. I think the bowling one's better. Okay, the bowling one. Okay, we're gonna look up the tennis one as well. The tennis. <laughs> <laughs> there's also a uh, there's also one where they uh, they mixed in uh, uh, Elaine from Seinfeld. Yes, 
Uh, so go look. The, There's go all look sorts of ones. There's one where they did it where what was that? What was he dancing to? I think it was like the Pokemon theme song or something. Or oh. no, or Rugrats. 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 That's what it was. It was Rugrats. <laughs> they just took the clips of them dancing in the music video and put it over the Rugrats theme song. And it it's was, perfectly. It was super indie. good. It's, it's so he's, funny. He's perfectly in time with the Rugrats somehow. Um, so that, those are my daily daps. Uh, so yeah, we, we'll send you into all kinds of levels of of. Um, what a wide array of daps today between One fantasy stuff. Too. Oh, go ahead. Um, the Miz from WWE is okay. on NFL Fantasy Live today. Be sure oh, to hey, check it out, go. 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific. Uh, hopefully he will not put me in this skull-crushing finale because we're playing yeah. each other. Ah. Looks like Marcus is finding some more break vines right the, now. I'm looking at the tennis one right now. Yeah. I'm trying to find the bowling one. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll send you the bowling oh, one. Oh, my goodness. I'll tweet out the bowling one. But, yeah, it's it's a, wor- it's a wormhole, man. It is a wormhole. But, yeah, no, it's worth it, man. It is funny. Drake Hotline Bling uh, as my daily dap. All right. Yeah. Shall we get out of here? Let's get out of here. <laughs> All right. For the Whisket from Wisconsin, MG, Marcus Grant, and the Hall of Famer, Michael Fabian. I'm James Coe. We are out of here. See ya. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. They say every dog has its day, but when you're Lulu and your parents drive a Camry, every day is your day. The roomy rear seat is the perfect, whoa, is that the dog park? Backseat besties, it's a Camry vibe. The all-new, all-hybrid Camry. Toyota, let's go places. You wouldn't expect to hear that we're America's third best city for beer like this one. Or home to vibes like this. And this. It might surprise you that we're top 10 for immersive art that's like... Whoa. And... Hmm. Not to mention, we have one of the top zoos in the country. So can a city with the country's best pro soccer team, ranking as a top culinary destination in the world, be in your own backyard? Yes, Columbus. Plan your summer at experiencecolumbus.com slash summer.